Welcome to a podcast unlike any other. Presented by the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame. In support of our local music scene. It's the Central Pennsylvania Music Podcast. Tonight's guests, Derek Houston. And Mountain Road. This episode is sponsored by URL Insurance Group. And now, your hosts, Daniel Kime and Alan McCutcheon. Hi, I'm your host, Daniel. I'm Alan. And this week's guest, we have Derek Houston from the Green Room Recording Studio. He is the owner of it and also is a member of the board of directors for the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame and Music Awards. Derek, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here among uh, friends and uh, just talking about the the Hall of Fame and the scene. Yeah. Dude, the local scene here, man. I mean, so how long have you owned the Green Room now? Um, I started engineering there in the fall of 2003, so this will be about 20 years, and then I became the owner in uh, summer of 2005. Oh, so. okay. So, so, you, so you've seen quite a bit of talent come through your doors there at the green room. Yeah, and then, then there's you know the people that the, it, the studio existed, I think, 13 or 14 years prior to, to that, and then also, um, I mean, it was like a studio since like the, the, the late 80s. So there's a lot of history. There's a lot of people that have been in and out of there before, well, like, you know, when I was a, a kid, you know, at that, at that age. And then yeah. like, I came along and, um, and, and took it over. And, and I, it's fun to hear stories of, of different, uh, projects that were done there over the years, uh, um, that predated my existence in, yeah. the, in the music. So what would you say is like the most prestigious, if you could recall, <laughs> like the, the craziest like group or like artist that's come through the green room? Um, early on, um, I mean, I, I'm a product of the nineties, nineties music grunge. Yep. I mean, I kind of exude that, you know, I try to, no, the nip beanie didn't give it away. Right? <laughs> yeah, you definitely know? not. <laughs> but I got to work with, uh, Travis Meeks from days of the new, I don't oh. know if you remember that band. Yeah. Um, and, and that was pretty surreal because he was just coming off of, uh, uh a stint on, Annie's intervention and it was it was and he was doing some demos at the studio for like a couple days and and it was it was awesome it was a good experience it was really interesting but it was really crazy too because I've never dealt with somebody of that kind of stature but also the in that caliber level of uh substance yeah. stuff so it was just like that was that when we talked about like going home and being exhausted and like have like not talking to anybody for like a couple days that was it. I was like, yeah. I was like exhausted. Well, when you're working with somebody of like that caliber, it's like, okay, I got to be on my A game. I don't want to look like an idiot. In like front of the this entire guy. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I felt like there's just, there could be like a meltdown, a breakdown at any moment. It just felt fragile. And yeah. it was, it was, uh, that was hard. So I'm sure it was. It was. I'm sure there was moments where you're like, like, all right, man, like that take was great. It, it, it was the best. And he's like, it was terrible. We're going again. And you're like, awesome. Perfect. Okay. And we're resetting. And then you're like, hey, man, I think we should retake that. I don't think that one was your best. And he's like, what are you talking about? That was perfection. I'm like, am I going to be responsible for this guy relapsing? You know, just by like, 
So anyway, a uh, lot of pressure. That, that was that was. That, that, but there's been a lot of really cool musicians. Central PA has such a a cool <clears throat> um, melting pot of influences. For so sure. you get you know singer songwriter Americana country, a lot of gospel, a lot of hip hop. It's just like a weird identity crisis of music, which is cool that's yeah. what it should be yeah you know yeah no that's great and that's you know i think what we all love about the central pennsylvania music scene is that like you said it is a melting pot we have something special here you started out at the green room as a sound engineer right correct so yep. how did you get into that in the first place i know you went you went to Le- lebanon valley college right i did and i got i went to, to the music uh engineering school I, I don't know what they call it these days but um and i went through the four year program, loved the music program, everything. And then the engineering to me was just like very, uh, intimidating. It was, it was a lot of, uh, more than I had expected. Everybody thinks you're just going to go in and make records and it's all going to be fun. And it's going to look like an MTV video. Mm-hmm. And there's like, kind of like a, it's, it's not that way, you know, yeah, as not, you understand. Not that fun right off the bat. <laughs> so I did an internship and I was like, man, like, I just don't know if it's for me. And then I just, uh, just to kind of validate my degree, I called around to a bunch of studios and the green room was the first place that gave me an opportunity and I took it and here I am. And literally that's the story. It's wow. crazy. Um, <laughs> and well, now you love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I love it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> He's like, ah, yeah, there's, there's it, it, it's interesting because like I have a huge amount of respect for anybody that takes music and turns it into uh, uh, facilitates uh, the business side of it because that's, the not so fun part yeah Yeah. and nobody talks about it i mean there's music business courses you can take and everything but it really is like not fun to 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 run a business in music because you would just want to have fun and and then you're like oh my god i gotta do taxes and like you know (laughs) like i just had an issue with my insurance company and it's just not as fun as as glamorous as you think it would be but yeah it, it still is like better than I don't even know what the alternative would be. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know, it doesn't matter what career field I'm in, I'm always going to be like, ah, taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, right. I hate paying those taxes. <laughs> the man's coming for me again. Right. If you have to be somewhere for any reason, it's a job, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, everything eventually becomes a job or a task or something. It's like, even if you're sitting on a beach, you're like, well, like this is kind of like inconvenient at some point. You yeah, know? the mountains would be pretty cool right <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the thing. It's like it, it was your, it is your passion, but it's like now your passions work, and it's like where do you find that line? Where do you draw that yeah. line? Even you know, I think just like good people and and people who want to. Uh, the most important thing for me is people who want to improve and want to take a little bit of criticism, a little bit of like like development. Mm-hmm. You know, I should say. Um, I really hone in on those people and there's other people that just want to come in and have me set up mics and record it. And they really don't want any input and that's fine too, but we have to have those discussions and, and that understanding ahead of time. Yeah, you got to set expectations cause you yeah. gotta, you gotta know what your role is there. Am I here to literally just to record or am I here to kind of like give you some guidance, give you some like barriers to like guide you in a better thing that's I, you're exactly right and if you can say that it, it sucks and you understand that it's not a personal dig mm-hmm. that it's just kind of like the vibe that's how we talk in the studio sometimes and yep. stuff and it's not a personal dig it's just like that's you know there's more in the tank we can get it out okay, a lot so- of times that's what it takes is like uh, somebody else saying 
oh, we could do that a little bit better. Because otherwise, like, even like as a musician, I'm a musician, everybody probably in the room is a musician mm-hmm. and, and in some form. And you kind of want somebody else to, to pull a little bit more out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's kind of what I think engineers and producers are, are there for is to constructively establish that. Absolutely. And like, that's that, that when I look back, like I have so many like just good friends that I've worked with. And I think like, like you get to that level of trust and friendship because you're like, you're in such a vulnerable state, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah, a lot of nerves. Do. There's a lot of anxiety. Let's like break that down. Let's like work through it. And like, let's just make the music recording process almost secondary to just like hanging out. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, let's forget that the mics are rolling. Let's just like record some music. Is that a dumb idea? Maybe. Who knows? Let's try it. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it sounds. <laughs> That's how the art's made though. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I it, mean, it, it's true that you've been vulnerable. I've never really heard someone. I didn't even realize that's what it was until you just said it. It's like, that's exactly what it is when you're like, like, okay, like right here, like, here's the mic. Like, and we're recording, we're spending your money that you paid me now. And you're just like, <laughs> and they're just like, perfect. Like, that's, we might as well have exactly couches we like this where you guys just lay down and we just talk you through it. You know, yeah, just like a, a little like a therapy, therapy couch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. I know this is going to be a little difficult. It's going to be a little intimidating, but don't worry, man. You got this. You, I believe in you. Also, you paid me $500. So, like, you it's got cool. this. Let's I already spent magic. it. <laughs> Actually, while we we're getting tones, I just blew it on Amazon. You know? <laughs> it's very <Sweet> easy. Water. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yeah, sweet water's the hookup. Yep. So you are also on the board of directors for the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame. That's right. How'd that happen? Well, Brandon asked me, he he, he floated this idea to me, and I, uh, I thought it was terrific because of the history of the green room and, and the ties that I'm still close with uh, Bob Welsh, who was the previous owner. And I've been in contact with Michael Block, who is the owner of the production block, which is the name of the studio before the green room. And um, I just thought there was like a lot of history that Pennsylvania central PA has that hasn't been told. So I thought that would be an integral part that I could, uh, help connect some dots. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, when Brandon mentioned the, the whole idea, I thought like, that's terrific. There's some, there's some talent in the area that hasn't been recognized for decades. And there's talent now currently that, that that wants recognition, and I'm all about like the current stuff and everything. But I think the history, I think, really needs to be um, kind of laid out. Yeah, there's a lot of people that Harrisburg is not a; it's the capital. People think Philadelphia is the capital of Pennsylvania, yes. and like there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of cool things that happen in the area, and um, and it makes. It inspires younger people. I mean, every time the the last year, what was who was it? The the emperors mm-hmm. uh, got inducted, and like that was that was awesome. When you heard the history and like who they impacted and everything, it's like I never would have known that. Yeah. We we got to meet the Pixies three. That and, yeah, and that they, was and they, another they, one. They opened, or I'm sorry, who was it? The the Rolling Stones opened for them. Yeah, originally, and I'm just like, I thought it was the other way around. N- they they were quick to correct us. They were no like, way. no, no, no. That's what everyone says. Like the Rolling Stones opened for us, and I was just like, I would have never known that. Like, and I got it's to wild. meet them, and they were like the nicest, sweetest ladies. And oh my just like, god, like, yeah, yeah. They're like, thanks so much for coming out. To it's like, you're 
you're welcome. My grandma would love this right now. <laughs> like, I love this right yeah, now. I love this right now. <laughs> yeah, like, they're so nice. But yeah, exactly. What you said like the history that sometimes just doesn't get told. Like that's what they right yeah. there. Everyone thought you know they opened for the Rolling Stones, and they're like, absolutely not. Let me fix the record because we were there. You get to hear that kind of history that doesn't necessarily get told all the time. Mm-hmm. My uh, my mother's from Southern Georgia, <clears throat> and so when I was maybe in college or something, I visited my grandmother who lived down there, and um, she took me to the Georgia Music Hall of Fame thinking like I would be interested in that. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, who's from Georgia? Blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. And it was in Macon, Georgia. It was a decent drive and everything. And we and we got there and I was just like blown away by the history. And even like, there's so many things that the groups and artists that I never heard of, but just the presentation of it was enough to like kind of inspire you and get you to rally around like a, 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 a local uh, or uh, I guess it was the Georgia Music Hall of Fame, so it was the whole state, but it was in Macon, Georgia, and it just highlighted some cool things that may or may not have been uh, pop culture uh, hot topics or, or something, but regardless, it was the presentation of it all and just like how it made everything seem much more important and significant, and it yeah. was like inspiring, and you can see like there's kids that are just kind of grabbing onto that thing and like, wow, like, you know, these people aren't forgotten. They might've had one, they might've been a one hit wonder, but that hit was huge or something like yeah. that, you know, or yeah, that's true. Like, oh man, like, there's so many things I want to say, but I'll, I'll, I'll be here for forever. <laughs> if I, if I talk about all the things, cause you just hit so many good things, like so many good talking ones. Yeah. We'll have to have you on again and we'll do a bigger <laughs> segment with you. Cause I feel like we could just talk about like a bunch of stuff here. Like I, I could just talk all day with you. It serves so much of the community that that uh um and then the, i think the people like kind of uh rallying the the bands the current kind of like uh active artists and stuff that are nominated and stuff are kind of like the lifeblood of it keeping it moving and mm-hmm. and and their fans and fr- f- uh, friends and family and stuff all supporting it and voting for them and buying tickets to the, the events and and stuff like that it's it's it really is shaping a new uh uh, network really mm-hmm. like a business network I yeah think, yeah i mean yeah. it's bringing a it's bringing a lot of attention to it um it's validating kind of, all of their hard yeah work. really valid i feel like for a while <sighs> i gotta be very careful how i word this i feel like for a while the music scene not just in central pennsylvania just in general mm-hmm. got kind of stagnant um not really stagnant that's what I'm, saying. I'm not really sure what words to use here so don't yeah, be too exactly harsh on me mean. but well there's know, a pe- constant- people kind of started to just kind of take it for granted i guess would be a better way of putting it and then after covid happened and there was no live music people kind of really realized like oh wow you never know what you got until it's gone there's no live music for almost two years and now people love going out to live music again and it's like this is something i haven't seen like i haven't gone to shows and seen them as packed as they are now since like i don't know the 2010 metal rush at the champ you know yeah shows are yeah 100 percent. i know exactly speaking what of about. dating yourself <laughs> right <laughs> Ooh, the champ. Champ. Good good times, champ. i feel time. like i probably saw you there you look so familiar i don't know i'm too old i was probably like somebody's dad picking them up like, <laughs> like too old for this I mean, all I know, all I can always take away from the champ was there was never toilet paper. There was never any toilet paper. The lack of AC bothered me. I played there once. It didn't matter. Like, yeah. People were sweaty in there regardless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is the champ, baby. I'm like, yeah, I hate this. But <laughs> they, like, if you build it, they'll come. And that, that's like it's the true. the like you look at uh, Central PA really does embrace uh, a lot of the venues that 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 um, 
it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you guys were apologetic about your, your bathroom not being updated and everything. I'm like, who the hell cares? This is a cool set. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's the way you. like the, 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 the venues are too. Just people want that stuff. And like when you, um, provide them, you know, we had millennium music conference, which is a, a big thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's still going on, but whatever the case is that the, those served a, a big, uh, kind of like, I think what the music hall of fame is kind of taking over mm-hmm. is yeah. like that, networking common ground for people where they can all kind of get excited about supporting each other. Yeah. I don't know. It's not about winning. It's more about just like, let's just nurture and cultivate a, a, a scene. Cause there's, yeah, I definitely so, think this gives like validation, especially to like some of the kids are like, I'm going to start a band. I remember when I was like, I'm going to start a band. My parents were like, I mean, they always supported me. Don't get me wrong, but they were like, have fun. But like, you know, don't get your hopes too high, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, you got bands like Lindhurst coming out here just forming and then they're getting like song of the year recognition it's like and it's like my parents when they found out about the cpmas then they were like oh like this is like a legitimate like red carpet thing and they want to come this year and like i think that's like important like parents can like come and like my kid was a band for in a band for six months now they're being nominated for this and like it's being done at this prestigious of an event it's like it really gives credit to like the parents like you know what Keep doing your thing. It's, mm-hmm. It really brings back that validation. Like you can be an artist, you can be taken seriously as a musician, and I, I really, I really dig that part. Yeah, I think it, ta- it takes everybody too. It's yeah. just like a really cool. Uh, uh, it, it wouldn't be what it is without the support of just like the general public. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Yeah, it's good to have a nice, close knit community that all supports each other, and is at the end of the day, we're all in it for the same cause because this is our passion, mm-hmm. this is our art, and this is what we want to see prosper. Absolutely. Yeah. So. But I think that'd be a good note to end on, Derek. I feel like we could talk here for we could hours, man. I might uh, maybe we thing. should sometime another yeah, time. I'll we come back. Definitely do this. We'll come to the green room. Yeah. And what's up with the Thai place down the street? Is that like legit? apparently it's like the back here? It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was gonna get some of that. So that's All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're. Yeah, this is like a double, double, uh, t- a twofold purpose. I how about that Thai place? Though? Yeah, give good me some of that you, you, man. All right. <laughs> that's hilarious, Derek. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks man. for having me. I would love to sit down and talk with you again. Absolutely. All right, well, thank thanks, you guys. Again. See you soon. Hey, guys, we are here with Mountain Road. I have Kevin and James, um, vocalist, guitar, and bass. Uh, guys, we're excited to have you here at 400 Park. Um, looking forward to your performance. Tell us about you a little bit. Well, we're, like you said, the, oh, Whoa. members of Mountain Road. <laughs> Too many of these, apparently. <laughs> yeah, uh, members of Mountain Road. I, I front Mountain Road, play rhythm uh, and sing. James is uh, our bassist. Uh, he also has backup vocals. Been original bass player from the very beginning. Uh, been a band now. It was formed 15 years ago as a, a two-piece originally. Okay. And then within two years, we pulled in the full band, uh, finally found the right lineup that we ran with for quite a while before yeah. we made some lineup changes over the years. Okay. But yeah. So, uh, you first, uh, I know before, uh, you had said that you guys had released an EP, just kind of help get your name out there a little bit, uh, so that we could start building gigs and whatnot. What are some of the local venues you, uh, started out playing around here? First regular venue where we really started, at least as a two piece, we, uh, we're at Mr. G's sports bar. Uh, I love Mr. G's. Go birds. Go birds. That's right. (laughs) So, uh, we started down there and we played there heavy for a while and then we moved over to, Started incorporating like Malone's on Dairy Street, which is now the poorhouse. Okay. Um, Ace is up in Dolphin, which 
We love that bar. That's my hometown. Okay. Um, it was just a watering hole biker bar. Burnt down. But um, we played up there all the time and, and then started branching out. Every venue in the area, yeah. really. Um, and then as the band grew and we grew our name, we set our sails, you know, and hit wherever we could. Yeah, so now you've played all over the country a little, you know, over in different yeah, states. Yeah, whatnot. You played Vegas. You played South Carolina. You played... Uh, I mean, just a number of different places. And actually, Brandon had told me you guys had won an award at an Indianapolis music competition or something to that effect. Yeah, we won a competition for the show. Okay. In Indianapolis. So, yeah. what does that mean exactly? Can you elaborate a little bit? It was uh, basically a big voting, a nationwide voting competition uh, where we were selected and we put our songs out there and we had to post some videos and stuff. And basically, it was, a, it was pretty much a fan-based competition and people voted who they wanted to come out and we won wow so we got that they flew us out there it was a great time that's awesome yeah it was great so how many people did you guys perform in front of out there would you say uh, it was it was like a thousand people at least for that that specific uh event wow. it was a, and it was a kevin was a firefighter at the time so it was firefighter specific you had to have a firefighter in your band to be able to enter the competition so okay. that was kind of that's one right. stipulation so he was a firefighter at the time uh, an active firefighter so you know, we we got that we got to hang out with a whole bunch of uh Whackers out there. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. So playing in front of a crowd of a thousand people, that's a lot. Now, is that the biggest crowd you've ever played in front of? Or, I mean, Vegas, I'm sure you may have had more out there too, right? Biggest was actually right here in Lancaster. Um, we were lucky enough to play I-105 Fall Fest uh, Festival. We opened that up three years, actually, which only one other band's ever done that, just for the record. Right, that was right. Diamond Rio, if you're familiar. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, we uh, we opened that. That's a a thirty forty thousand person oh crowd. It's a huge yeah. festival, biggest free festival on the East Coast, actually. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep, but uh, it was great. You know, they treat us like royalty. We picked up a lot of fans. That helped kind of kick us forward up another notch too. It was great. Yeah. Yep. So um, I guess another good question would be what what kind of um. What kind of things do you see in the local music community here in Central Pennsylvania that you don't see anywhere else? I mean, you've traveled around, you've been to the, the West Coast pretty much, you know, been to the Midwest, you've been down South. What's something you think that's Pennsylvania specific? You know, I, I, what I really think we've seen is that this, the vast amount of music yeah. that there is. Um, I mean, you have everything from hip hop rappers to thrash death metal to country guys, blues, you got it all. I yeah. Mean, everything. And you can see pretty much every type of music within like a five mile radius. Okay. You know, I think. That's something beautiful about Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we definitely have something special here. Well, I know you guys have to go and get sound check in here soon. We do. I do want to ask each one of you one question. I want both of your personal opinions on it. Start with James. All right, James. <laughs> what advice would you give to any musician now, knowing your experience over the last 15 years being a musician? What experience would you give to a musician now just getting started out? I just say put your heart in it. It's you know it's all about what you give, and you're going to get that back. I mean, if you if if you want to just you know have a good time, put it in there. Just have a good time. Go out there, put it, put your heart in, and uh, and you're going to have a good time. That's great. That's spectacular. Good. Yeah, I'll piggyback on that too. And really, if you want to, if it's what you want to do, uh -huh. push for it. You know, push. Never burn a bridge. Uh, you never want to burn a bridge. It doesn't matter how. Much of a dick that bar owner was to you, don't be a dick back. Yep, you know? Yeah. They say, okay, thanks, and walk away. Because you never know, someday that guy might have another job where he needs a band. You know, um, that's, a, that's really good advice, actually. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, <laughs> really. Just be nice. Yeah. Just be don't nice. be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs>
Yep. But um, no, the music scene is ten times what it was in the Harrisburg General Central PA area. Uh, then it's way better now than it was fifteen years ago. Yeah. Um, there's way more musicians too, basically because of, I think because of the growth of the venues, people started putting in stages, taking down walls, adding giant patios. You, yep. you know, they realize, hey, musicians bring people, yeah, and that's great. It's spread like a wildfire through this area over the past 10, 15 years. Uh, the doors are there. You just got to open them. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think that's that's kind of what we're doing with this here with the podcast, trying to bring up, um, I guess you could say, a little bit more awareness of the, the special the, the special music scene we have here. Yeah, there's a lot really, out there. Yeah, and we want everybody here to really capitalize on that and you know grow that music industry more and help the musicians grow and put a name out there for Harrisburg. Let everybody know that you know this is where a lot of good music comes from and you should come check it out. So I'm with you. Great. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for your time. Really yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Thank you. And I'll uh, get out there and rock it today. All right, guys. Anglewood. Anglewood. Right, <laughs>